When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. A little bit of a deviation from one of the, from the podcasts that we normally do. We're delighted today to be joined by Andy Dale, the author of the fantastic Aston Villa book called Just 14, which is available on Amazon. Basically, if you just type in Just 14, you're going to be able to get it anywhere. And we've been reliably informed before the podcast that it's next day as well. So, <laughs> Andy, thank you so much for making the time and coming available because this is a really, really cool project that you've got going. But before we start talking, talking about the the future project of where this is let's talk a little bit about the book um i'm gonna let you do this because i i don't want to let out any of the juicy parts how did this book come apart come about should i say it's actually my second novel i wrote my first novel about 2010 called piranhas in the bedroom which is a bit of a semi sort of autobiography of my year as a college where sort of i'm in a sort of a house of Ten men, ten lads, who are partying all the time. My roommate has two piranhas to sleep above my bed. And the character we called was called Jonathan Sadler, who, like me, is a Villa fan. So that was, like, based in 1986, the year the Villa get relegated, unfortunately. So I decided, after that sold about 20,000 copies, that I wanted to do the prequel. The one called Just 14, based on the year the Villa win the league in 80-81. Obviously, a spoiler alert there, but we win the league. <laughs> goes really a much well. happier event altogether, Andy. A much happier much event. Happier event. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the reason I called it Just 14, I'm sure a lot of Villa fans will know this, is we only used 14 players the whole season. 
yeah. And also the character that was then at college when he was 18, 19, you go back in time, turned 14 in that season. Hmm. So it's very much a coming-of-age story. It's a bit Adrian Mole diary because he goes through every game of the season. And yeah. while you've got sort of one page is the football, the other page is the lad growing up. There's a lot of it is me, but artistic license as well. And that's yes. okay too. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the football, everything in there is totally correct. Every fact that's mentioned about the villa, whether it was on match of the day, when the goals were scored, who played, is all totally correct. Yeah. yeah. So, are you, are you... I really enjoy. I really enjoy the, the read, and and the Thank main you. reason I really enjoyed the read is when I was thirteen and fourteen, I used to buy all the Adrian Mole books, and I found it very, very like it. And it was just like Adrian Mole had become a Villa fan and transported back into nineteen eighty one. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. There is a childlike feel to it, and that's deliberate, or maybe just my writing style. I don't know. So <laughs> <the way> I <laughs> guess. So it goes through the whole season, and very much is. We live our lives in seasons, football fans, don't we? Mm. So the book starts in August and ends in May. That's how the calendar works. And it goes through, like I say, every game there. But I actually had my first season ticket the year after, the 81-82 season, because I belonged to a family of Wolves fans. I'm from the black country. My school friends were Wolves and Albion. And my father, my brother, and my grandparents were Wolves fans. I was the black sheep. <laughs> if you read the book, you'll find out what happened. And it's in the film as well. So I won't let it out quite yet. Yeah. But on Christmas Day, 1974, I had one of those very special moments that totally changed my life. That's that. No, that's what's called a hook and tease in the business. It that's is a, a that hook one and tease. Well, yes, it? it's quite good. <laughs> and it owns a lot to my granddad, and that's why he was quite important in the book as well. Yeah. So during the season eighty eighty one, I probably well Jonathan the character, not me, got to see probably live about four or five games only. Mm -hmm. Okay, including the famous one against the Albion when we win one nil, uh, back pass by Brendan Batson. <laughs> April, which really sort of probably decides us for the title. Yeah, but the other games, I try and follow every way possible. I've got a lucky radio, okay? The way we turn on, the Villa always seem to score. Now, in Birmingham, one of the major radio stations for the BBC was Radio Birmingham then. There's mm -hmm. no Radio WM. And they had a goal horn which they still have now. So if a goal scored in one of the games, West Brom, Wolves, Albion, all those, you have the goal horn. And that features quite heavily in the book. And also later on, films can have it on there as well. So a lot of times I'm following games on the radio. Other times, like when I'm on school trip in France, I'm trying the very next day to find a newspaper <laughs> to actually find what the score of the Villa game was. Or like, there was one very bad day that season, which doesn't get mentioned very much. We lost in the League Cup to Cambridge. It was a big embarrassment on the Stevenage scale. I was just about one, to say. I had to wait for the to change for 20 minutes 
finally about like sort of quarter to ten, it changed and announced the score. We had lost two one. Oh. But the book's very much about school rivalries. It's the next day of school after you've lost to Cambridge. You can imagine what you'd be like. Mm. Yeah. All the Wolves fans well, that, that, that's what fans, I, taunting that's what me I love all day. The, that's what I love the most about it because grow, growing up here in Ireland, you. You, you don't have any other Villa fans. So when I was in school, no. Monday morning was always a horrible, horrible place until we got further into the 90s and things started to get a bit better. But it was a horrible place yes. listening to Liverpool fans and listening to Man United fans slagging. So yeah. I could relate yes. totally to, to Jonathan going in. And I think there was a, who the, the bully guy in it. Was he was he a Blues fan in the book? Is that certain? Well, you know, he's Liverpool, Liverpool fan, in fact. Allegedly, oh, Liverpool fan. really go yeah. for football. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So <laughs> Bellingham it, it, is it, a big was, bully. I think, I think for everybody, it's very relatable. Um, and... I, I gave the book yeah. to my son. Unfortunately, he's not really a keen reader, so he hasn't read it yet because I just asked him, did he read yeah. it? But he's more, more interested in doing his exams at the moment. But yeah. I, I think it, it's a wonderful journey back to an age where kids of today just couldn't relate to the fact that they can't just open no. their phone and see what score the Villa game is or turn it on the telly or look at it with Chinese commentary. <laughs> you know, all of it's, these things that just become second nature to us and 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 all of a sudden you're transported back to like I remember going on holidays in the late 90s and waiting on the newspaper to arrive on the stalls mm. which was always a day late <laughs> in Spain to find out a villa won it was either that mm. or you picked up the phone and spent four or five quid on a phone call to find out if they won mm. <laughs> so all, all of these things you know are could get lost very easily so it was nice to go back and like even at that was before my time in 1981 I was only six believe it or not <laughs> I know people think I'm a lot older, but... I've yeah, never asked I mean, you what age you are, Paddy, but now I can do the maths. It's coming out and there's the yes. There you go. So um, it, it's nice to go back in, into a little time capsule of, of that time. And that's what I found about the book, really enthralling, all of the little Thank things you. like that, that that really stand out. And I, I must say, I, I, can, I can relate to it as well, specifically the radio part, because I've spoken about in this podcast quite a lot about, you know, my formative years of being an Aston Villa fan started following them in 92. Um, then we get to the League Cup uh, final in 94. The, very difficult to get games uh, here in Ireland back in 94. And you kind of had to go to the pub to see them, you know, if you wanted yeah. to. And I came from a family who weren't very much keen drinkers or anything like that. And I didn't really go to the pub and I didn't really get the point of going yeah. to the pub to watch a match. So I used to listen to it on live and uh, Five Live on the radio. And... Uh, all through the 94 campaign, as much as I could, I used, I listened to all the games because most of them would be broadcast. You'll be able to find them somewhere. At least you get the goal updates. And uh, we lived very rurally. And the radio the frequency we had to get was an AM frequency. And we had an electric fence to keep cows out of our out of our house, around okay. our house. And the electric fence was earthed. I used to, oh, we could never find where it was. So when we were listening <laughs> to the AM, AM signal, you could just hear tick, tick. Tick, tick from the electric fence coming Just from somewhere. There. So, and, and yeah, and you could, for about three years, I listened to games on the radio and that tick, tick, tick was always there. It was like a metronome in the background. <laughs> but I always used to call it the lucky tick because uh, we got to the League Cup final in 94, got to the League Cup final in 96. Amazing, yes. There were the three years that, yeah. So uh, very nostalgic reading that part of the book, I must say. Yeah. I mean, on the sort of family side and my brother three is always a Wolves fan, Wolves had won the League Cup the previous uh, March. So 1980, I actually went with them to Wembley 
and watched as Andy Gray, my former hero, who had then signed for the Wolves for a mm-hmm. record 1.5 million, was scoring the goal for my brother's team to win them a trophy. And what had I seen? Nothing at all. But the next year, the whole build-up and winning the league, and I was actually there in the final day. Amazingly, I'm quite a big church person, and my family are as well. And one of the church stewards, a Villa fan, actually took me to London, which is really unusual, and actually went to the game at Highbury. And a game I'll never, ever forget. I mean, we do lose 2-0, but the whole thing... When we find out what's happened at Middlesbrough, Ipswich have lost, and the champagne coming down on this 14-year-old boy is just amazing. <laughs> and that's I mean, really a, a bit like fever pitch, as you've already yeah. mentioned with the Arsenal one. <clears throat> that's the feeling you have. All football fans know that jubilation when suddenly it just finally happens. Mm. You can finally let out that that emotion. You know, you yeah. don't have to be worried anymore. It's done. No one can take it away mm-hmm. from you. And yeah. and uh, there's a whole there is a whole generation, I think, of Aston Villa fans that are waiting for that that feeling again. I think probably coming up from the championship recently is the is the closest yes. that we've gotten really to that feeling. And and hopefully under Una Emery it will come to that as well. But one one person I wanted to ask you about quite ask you about because I know there's a lot of cameos in the um in well there will be a lot of cameos in the movie, but we're going back film. to the book because we will get on to the movie yes. in a moment. Is is Eamon DC. He's very close to to us uh, here in Ireland to our hearts obviously being yes. an Irishman playing in that team. Um I live in County Galway and close to Galway City where he is literally revered as a saint in the city for just the kind-hearted nature of a man that he is the great footballer he was and never forgot his roots even though he went to Aston Villa he was never a Billy Big Shot or anything like that you know he came home he played with West United and his family are still very involved in football and there's still a lot of football fans here are Aston Villa fans because of Eamon DC talk to me a small bit about that about, about that part as well I mean Eamon's one of the 14 players from that year he was often the sub, but the very mm-hmm. first game against Leeds, because of injuries, he played left back. And Eamon always gave everything. I mean, all the Villa players that I've seen now from that period, always involved, have got so many lovely stories about Eamon. How he's hardworking. I never mm-hmm. believed he would deserve the credit for things he had. But anyway, the season starts, 90 seconds, he gives away a penalty against Leeds. So we're actually losing after 90 seconds. We come back and win 2-1. But Eamon was a bit unlucky in that penalty. I've seen it a few times. And I think VAR might have sort of overruled it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but he was just such Jonathan, a Jonathan, Jonathan wasn't. Jonathan wasn't too enamoured with Eamon DC. Sure, he wasn't in the book. <laughs> to start off with him. <laughs> so he gets a lot of mention because he just he's always there. In those days, there was only one sub. Mm. And Ron Sons always overchose Eamon DC defender or David Geddes a forward, depending yeah. on we're home and away virtually. But Eamon played a lot of different positions and he also played some European Cup games. I remember so one of the stories people say is he didn't get his medal early on for the European Cup because he wasn't in the squad that day. But later he was given it and he said he didn't deserve it. Mm. And they tried to make some said you did deserve it. You were involved in the previous games early on. Like also when they won the title 
going on the actual open top bus. Eamon again didn't want to go near the front because he felt he didn't deserve it. And they pushed mm-hmm. him to the very front. Mm-hmm. So many lovely stories about Eamon. It's yeah. a pity he's not with us now. Of course. But his family, his greengrocers, have got a copy of the book and they've got a picture I've got of the book outside their shop. Oh, excellent. I know he's, uh, he's, uh, his brother Dan is very much a Aston Villa stalwart around and he's a, he's a, yes. he's a really nice guy, Dan. Dan will always have a story for you um, around Galway City as well. So uh, Totally. We were keeping them involved. I mean, the idea with the film is that there'll be cameos by all 13 players still alive and then superimposed an Eamon one when he was oh, slightly nice. older. Nice. So it'll look very like good. they're all there. That's very nice. Brilliant. That's a nice little touch, all right. Yeah, yeah. And it would be great to see all of them, um, you know, with those cameos. And and I know you've been on Up the Villa podcast previously and, and you were saying that maybe you might see uh player X in serving burgers behind at a at a at a you know a burger bar, or you might see somebody on the turnstiles, or you might see somebody doing that. So it'll be nice to kind of be watching out for the faces and go, oh, there's Gary Shaw, oh, there's Dennis Only yeah. the there's... Villa fans will really realise they're there. Yes. Most viewers won't, but for the Villa fans, yes, it's nice to do. I mean, we've done the promotional trailer, mm-hmm. which we released in October. And in that about a nine-minute trailer, there was Gary Shaw playing a teacher. There was Tony <laughs> Morley being a gardener. Yes. There was Des Bremner being a steward inside the ground. Yeah. And Kenny Swain just being a fan. So those four <laughs> have already done their bits at the moment, but they'll be used again. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. That's nice. And that is it's a great connection back as well because, look, no matter what way you butter the bread with this one, it's Aston Villa's best ever day. And uh, until another yes. team come along and knock them off their perch, and to be honest with you, they prob- it probably will never be bettered because just like the name of this, the book is Just 14, they only use That's 14 the players. And that will never be done again uh, because, hey, listen, Aston Villa have used 16 players in some games this season. Never in mind. In a half, yeah. yeah. 
yeah 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 exactly which is which is mind-blowing to see the levels of fitness and the level of determination and I suppose the, the mindset and the and the mind over matter that these players must have had back in the day because it's not like hamstrings were only invented in 1995 no, you know they were injured and they were playing <laughs> um Andy with regards to the movie itself whereabouts I, I suppose whereabouts are you with the movie because I know an awful lot of Aston Villa fans want to like what can Aston Villa fans and what can we here in the podcast do to help you um, expedite this the reality of this because we know it's going to happen it's just a case of you know how can we expedite this I mean what's happened so far is I was approached by director about sort of three years ago about mm-hmm. making a film and after COVID we started to move quite fast We've got the club very involved. All the former players that are still around have all been very involved. And we've got to a point now where we've done the promotional trailer, which we released, but because of copyright on the 80s music, we haven't been able to get it out on social media much. But we are now have a new version of the soundtrack, which is an 80s feel but isn't using the actual 80s songs at the moment okay. that were in the film. And we'll have that out within the next two weeks. Right. They want to really bombard all Villa fans to be watching this nine-minute trailer and to get excited come, about it. You've come to the right place if you want to bombard Villa fans because there's some days we, <laughs> yes. we stream three, four, or five times a day. So we've been, we've been accused <laughs> of, of filling the airwaves. So absolutely, I'd be yes. more than happy, you know. And, and um, as I say, that's going to be a huge milestone as well because the, I'm seeing all these comments here. And we're going to, going to show you a couple of the comments here from some okay. of the guys here. Uh, Michael Huggins re, uh, always comes out and watches. He says this is very emotional, thinking back at the about the good times. And, you know, that's that soundtrack is going to be very emotive for a lot of people. And, and you know, is. everybody loves 80s music, so everybody's going to be able to relate to it. And uh, that's one of that's the good. things I'm looking forward to most from the film as well. So so that's that that's great. Um Paul uh Paul JT29 says you really enjoyed the book, Andy. Um there yeah, is Paul, there is uh, Michael says he was 14 around the same time as well, and Philip Drew, um chairman of the Leinster Lions Club here in Ireland, the Leinster uh support Aston Villa Supporters Club, loved the book when he first read it a couple of years ago. Um Jordan Levy as well. Yeah, brilliant book. I read it before Christmas. <coughs> Excuse me, before Christmas and thoroughly enjoyed it. So, excuse me. So we've got some people oh who've, um, who've uh, read the book and are eagerly looking forward to the. I'm, I'm going to say this point, Neil. Actually, obviously, the book isn't going to. Well, the film isn't going to be totally like the book. Yes, we're going from forty-two games into ninety-minute film. Yes, so we're going to reduce a lot of the actual villa footage, and it's going to be a bit more, a bit more romancing. Actually, Good. there's more sort of a relationship yeah there's more sort of things happen so there's a sad there's happy it's a bit like i think a gregory's girl kind of approach it's like fever pitch meets gregory's girl with a hint of adrian mole and that's what we'll <laughs> be rebuilding and yeah and, that, and we've got you know, that's that's the recipe for success it is i mean to try and guess the actors are going to be involved it's not difficult if you look at celebrity villa fans. We have been talking to most of them. Not Tom Hanks yet, right? We haven't got that far. <laughs> but the level below that. Although I would like to get Tom Hanks involved at the end, maybe, with Prince William. That would, what I'd really like is why cool I'm a villa be? fan. 
Yeah, I'd like at the end, after we've finished, people to be saying the reason they're a Villa fan. And if we do the Tom Hanks one and Prince William and Nessa from Gavin and Stacey, because she's a Villa fan as well on that one. Do you know who's a Villa fan as well? Mrs. Nessa Doyle. from Gavin. Mrs. Yes, we Mrs. are talking Doyle's to her as well. Yes, Brendan no, Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Yes. Brendan Gleeson. for an, is movie nominated yeah. for an Oscar today. Also yes, a Villa fan. Got, these names are all there. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'm We're having a chat for lots of these. Andy, there's a there's a Aston Villa sporting actor that you may not know of as well, um, an actor of some acclaim and some repute. Uh, it's me. Um, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm only I did a couple of plays this this year, so I'm, I'm hamming up the fact that I'm oh yeah, I'm up there with David Bradley and, and Tom Hanks and and. Uh, and well, what Ra- I will say Bradley. though, Neil, is anybody at all, any Villa fans, can be extras. Yeah, we're going to need lots of crowds. We've already for the actual trailer, we had about two hundred people who got involved oh. yeah and we're already winning awards at the festivals for the trailer so oh. all of those people can actually share our award now excellent yeah, that's good. And that's good. it is good but we do need still we've moved to a larger project than originally we we're looking at mm-hmm. we have a budget of around a million pounds and we still need some more investors we need people to be involved in the journey and hopefully be involved in the film, there's going to be a feel-good film that will make quite a bit of money and help the villa worldwide as well. Mm-hmm. The aim is to get out next year, 2024, which is the villa's anniversary in 50 years. Mm-hmm. So we're talking with the club and hoping to get the two things level. The club has been brilliant. Excellent. We have access to everything we want there. The lads film inside the ground, the whole lot. Brilliant. That's amazing. And like you said there, you mentioned Fever Pitch previously. Uh, yes. Off air, I mentioned to you that, you know, I, I know of one guy I went to school with, um, went to school with who became an Arsenal fan based off Fever Pitch. I know I, I have a cousin who, uh, I have a cousin um, who became a West Ham fan for a time and doesn't really follow football anymore, all because of, um, uh, what the football factory? No, that's a small, a bit more, uh, a small, a bit more, uh, <laughs> down the road, I think, <laughs> than, than just 14. But, uh, you know, and that's what this is going to be great for. This is going to be, Hopefully, this will build that group of Villa fans. Build a group of Villa. I think it will worldwide. Yeah, I think so. It, yeah. because like this podcast specifically, well, and all the podcasts. But like, I want to, um, I want to highlight here Matthew Hanlon. Matthew's a, a a great guy. Always comes on our podcast and everything. No, that should say Villa instead of instead of Bill Gates. But Matthew's based in <laughs> yes. the US. Always listens. Fanatical fan. We have uh, f- fans groups all around the world. Like, is that's what we want? States. All looking for, uh, all mad for Villa content as much as we can possibly get out. And uh, I think this movie will be really well appreciated, not just in B6 and in the greater environs. Beloved here in Ireland, beloved in Thailand, beloved in, in, in Brazil for Connor Hennessy, are the chairman of the Brazilian lines, and all over the US for all the great chairmen that are in the chairman yep. all over the world. Well, to follow it, it's always just 14, the movie. Yes. So it's hashtag just 14 and the number's 14 in there. So on mm-hmm. Facebook, there's a great group, just 14, the movie. Twitter, again, just 14, the movie. And the website, just 14, the movie. The movie. So yep. please, people get involved. Contact me. I can give you things to do. <laughs> but you need lots of support. 
absolutely. Well, Andy, you'll, you'll always, we, we'll always uh, help you out. And if, if we can be in Birmingham when anything's oh, going sure on, we will. You know, we, we'll we, we've, sure been, you we've been acting out pretending to be podcasters for the last four years. So we'll be well able to step up to the mark, I'm sure. We could film a scene in Ireland as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's very possible. Exactly. Yeah. Come over here and uh, film parts of it here in Ireland. That'd be fantastic. It's all fine. You don't need any permits rented. It'd be grand. Sure. <laughs> We can, um, we, can go to the, we can go to the DC fruit and veg store. Have a point that's what I was thinking. Do something like yes. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. We'll, we'll put you up for the night. I'll put you up for the night up here in Galway. Oh, Andy. even better. Like, thank you. If, everyone <laughs> watching can hold me to that one. Absolutely <laughs> hold me to that one. But uh, no, I really wish you the best best with it. And, uh, you know, it's a, it, it, I think every Villa fan is excited about this because we all want to showcase that's this. And, you know. Every time you see a Villa shirt, then maybe you might be watching a sporting event. The next thing, a guy's wearing a Villa shirt, and you're like, oh, there's a Villa fan at the World Cup this year or something like that, or or anywhere. You know, it's just, it's like us Irish, whenever we whenever we watch a sporting event, you can't watch a sporting event without seeing an Irish flag. And it just, it just feels kind of cool yeah. to be able to see those things there, but to have a full video or full film, should I say, made yeah. about uh, uh, Aston Villa would be groundbreaking. As Tom Hanks says, it's a really nice name, Aston Villa. So for the Americans, it'll look good. It sounds good. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you can get the big man involved himself, wouldn't that be even better? Then knows him. Let me know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's it. That's it. That's our job. We can go. We have to go find Tom Hanks and uh, and get it. Get him to cameo in that. Well, Andy, thank you so much for popping on today. I really, really appreciate it. Just one last time, can you tell everybody where they can find uh, find any information on the movie? Just go just14themovie.com. Just 14, number 14, themovie.com. Thank you. Excellent. And where's the best place for them to buy the book? Will Amazon be the best place? Amazon's the easiest one. I mean, there's also Andy Dale Wright's, you see, on that side there. It's there. But if you want it next day on Prime, go to Amazon and leave a review as well. If you've read it, anybody in here, please leave a review. Absolutely. Thank you. thank you so much, Andy. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, as I say, go buy the book if you haven't bought it already. And uh, here's all of us manifesting and hoping that we can do our little bit to get this get this movie off the ground in 2024. I wish you all the best with it. And to everybody out there, stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa. The villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.